instead of worrying about whether uh, immigrants can learn English, they'll learn English. You need to make sure your child can speak Spanish. Ah, uh, yes. Barack Obama, not on our side. The man behind the curtain with his hand up the uh, Joe Biden puppet. Everybody knows Joe Biden's not in charge of anything. Well, 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 happy Thursday to you. Um, <laughs> to the extent that happiness is still available in America, the, the left is hacking away at it with a machete in every conceivable way, culturally, economically. Open border Biden is living in the White House but, uh, you know, Obama's back there making this happen and is, is a Communist Party mentor as a teenager. Frank Marshall Davis, if he were not dead, would be very proud of what Barack Obama has done in abusing the power that he was granted by the American people. And now the sock puppet Joe Biden, who campaigned from his basement in 2020 and is going to campaign from his basement again this year, let the news media do the heavy lifting for him. Extraordinary times. And now the headline today is Border Battle Lines. It's sounding an awful lot like an uncivil war. Dems call on Biden to seize control of Texas National Guard as GOP allies back Abbott. Joe Biden and Obama behind Biden and the Democrats. They're not Democrats. They're leftists. They are really waging war against our culture and against the United States of America and their open border project is is an important part of it. It's not all of it, but an important part of it. Their racial division is a uh, big part of it. University of Wisconsin, the reorientation, it's not orientation when you show up at the University of Wisconsin, it's, it's reorientation. And the first thing they teach you is that uh, there are no exceptional white people Okay. Are there exceptional people of other races? Yes. This is what they're teaching on campuses because the left is here and they're not liberals. It's madness. It's all about the division. Amazing stuff. And again, we've got Democrat members of Congress, Congressman Greg Cesar, who is uh, accusing Governor Greg Abbott of Political stunts and inflammatory language, while Cesar engages in a political stunt filled with inflammatory language, to advance his own agenda to preserve and protect the United States of America and the Constitution, violating the Constitution, in fact, defending and protecting the Constitution, endangering U.S. citizens and asylum seekers, the opposite of the truth, actually protecting American citizens and And if we controlled our border, it would be much better for asylum seekers. They could seek asylum instead of paying cartels to sneak them into the United States. You don't have to sneak much, though, because the Democrats then give you a gift basket and a Carmen Miranda hat with bananas and fruit on it so you can walk into the country. Joaquin Castro, radical left-winger, Governor Greg Abbott using the Texas National Guard to obstruct and create chaos at the border, the exact opposite of the truth. Abbott is defying yesterday's Supreme Court ruling. Not true. POTUS needs to establish sole federal control of the Texas National Guard. This is uh, this is really third world banana republic stuff. 
Beta O'Rourke, who was a dim-witted Democrat, I guess he thinks he's running for something else while living off of his mom and dad's money, says Abbott is using Texas National Guard to defy a Supreme Court ruling. Not true. I was just about the park and not about the use of the National Guard. When Governor Faubus, he's talking about Democrat Orville Faubus of Arkansas, did this in 1957, Eisenhower, a Republican president, federalized the Arkansas National Guard to ensure compliance with the law. Joe Biden isn't supporting and defending the law. He's defying the law. Governor Abbott is the one who is supporting the law and following the law and implementing the law. Biden must follow this example. Uh, Again, Orville Faubus, a racist, corpulent Democrat, segregationist, governor of Arkansas. And that is the example that the not very bright Beta O'Rourke wanted to drag out on this one. Governor Ron DeSantis has weighed in. If the Constitution really made states powerless to defend themselves against an invasion, and again, 51 counties in Texas have declared an invasion, it would have been it wouldn't have been ratified in the first place, and Texas would have never joined the union when it did. Texas is upholding the law while Biden is flouting it. Florida will keep assisting. And again, my my best girl and I talking about this this morning, and it was my best girl that suggested Republican governors all over the country should start deploying their state National Guards to Texas to support the state of Texas, to support American sovereignty, to support the United States of America. Our very existence is on the line, and the Democrat Party is not on our side. Oklahoma stands with Texas, said Governor Kevin Stitt in uh, the state of Oklahoma. We now have Virginia uh, standing with Texas, Oklahoma standing with Texas, the governors, Florida standing with Texas, the Speaker of the House standing with Texas. And as my best girl suggested, Republican governors all over the country should start mobilizing their National Guards to move them to Texas to support the state of Texas and stand against Joe Biden's open borders, lawless, illegal, anti-constitutional, un-American, anti-American policies of open borders, waving in the criminals and that terrorist the other day. You will all know who I am soon. This is the Democrat Party. They're not on our side. Amazing, amazing times we're in. Yes, sir. What should we uh, call it? Called the, you know, it's it's like the uncivil war. It's the it's the the Democrats' second go round, um, and they are creating divisions between the states because they demand open borders. Arizona put barricades up with shipping containers and concertina wire. The Biden administration administration took them to court to open the border in Arizona. In Texas, they went to secure the American border, and the Biden administration took them to court to open the border, to stop Texas from defending the sovereignty of the United States of America. This is actually happening right now in real time. Joe Biden and the states are breaking up into camps because Joe Biden and Barack Obama behind the curtain are here. We opened with Barack Obama the fundamental transformation of America, right? And Joe Biden yesterday calling for the fundamental transformation of the American economy, but we'll get to that. Right now, let's go to soundbite number one, Michael. Let's go to Joe Biden. In 2007, 
when he was running for president, he was considerably more coherent at the time. He was on a Democrat debate stage, and I believe Barack Obama was on the on the end, uh, far to Biden's left. But that has become the center of the Democrat Party now. Joe Biden in 2007, during a, a presidential candidate's debate, when he was asked about sanctuary cities defying the law as sanctuary cities do. Would you allow these cities to ignore the federal law regarding the reporting of illegal immigrants and in fact provide sanctuary to these immigrants? The reason the cities ignore the federal law is the fact that there is no funding at the federal level to provide for the kind of enforcement at the federal level you need. Pick up the New York Times today. There's a city not far across the river from my state that imposed the similar sanctions. And what they found out is, as a consequence of that, their city went in the dumps, in, in, in the dumpster. Stores started closing. Everything started to happen. And they changed the policy. Part of the problem is you have to have a federal government that can enforce laws. This administration has been fundamentally derelict in not funding any of the requirements that are needed even to enforce the existing law. So, Senator law. Biden, yes or no, would you allow the cities to ignore the federal law? No. You, okay. Lion Sacagawea, he's attacking the Bush administration because the Democrats created sanctuary cities. Uh, his brain is uh, like a, a walnut. Uh, just amazing. And uh, he said sanctions when he meant sanctuary. And he talked about the stores closing. He's got to be talking about Philadelphia, of course. And he's talking about stores closing, which we're seeing all over the country today. And he cites a New York Times story. Well, the reason is they don't have the federal funding. It's always about trillions more dollars. No, actually, you could uh, reinstitute Title 42, which President Trump instituted, and you repealed by executive order without the assistance of Congress. You could reinstitute remain in Mexico, which in order to apply for asylum, which President Trump instituted and you repealed immediately. You immediately halted the construction of a border wall, which President Trump was in the process of implementing. And our numbers have exploded on the southern border. And we had that terrorist guy come across threatening us the other day. When will the bloodshed begin? Now, let's go to, that was uh, Joe Biden in 2007. And would you allow sanctuary cities? No, he wouldn't allow them to ignore federal law. He is the biggest liar that we've had in the White House since Barack Obama. Now, they'd like to call President Trump the biggest liar. He, he says funny stuff, and they, and they act like he, does, he tells a joke. And they're like, oh, see, and everybody laughs in the audience because they know it's a joke. And the news media uh, erases the laughter from the crowd and pretends that, Hey, did you see what he said? Because our news media is the most corrupt institution in America. Now, speaking of most corrupt institution in America, let's go to yesterday's White House briefing where cringe, cringe on Pierre. Now, she was living with and cohabitating with and in a sexual relationship with the CNN White House correspondent because, as Benito Mussolini described fascism, because of the merger between state and corporate power, the Democrat Party and the industrial news media. It is, I guess, Benito Mussolini's dream, isn't it? So let's go to Cringe being asked about the border, and she lies and lies and lies and lies. 
One of the reasons that the president is having these negotiation procedures or process with the Senate, uh, with both Republicans uh, and Democrats, as I've said many times before, is because we want to deal with what's going on at the border. He's taken this very seriously. So we're doing what we can, right, at the border. DHS is doing, maximizing their process, doing Lie. what they can at the border. Yeah, they're maximizing waving people in. They're processing them into the country by the millions Without we just uh, grab the MS-13 member that uh, raped and strangled the 20-year-old autistic girl her mother testified on Capitol Hill about a week ago. Never mind that. Yeah, the negotiation proceedings or procedures, that's what they are. Yeah, and it's those darn Republicans. I got an idea. Uh, Title 42, remain in Mexico. Uh, build the wall. They're not on our side. Martha McCallum yesterday on the Fox News Channel talking to Kabul Kirby, who's become an expert lion Sacagawea. He is, uh, he is one of America's leading liars. Uh, Cringe Jean-Pierre, who, you know, a Democrat, um, uh, and it's, it's completely insane uh, what the left has done to the country. Martha McCallum and Kabul Kirby. Do we have a southern border? Yes, ma'am. Of course we do. Then how come people Lie. can go across it every single day? We're working very hard to try to fix that, Martha. That's Lie. why we need congressional action. That's why the president asked for additional Lie. funding. More than, you know, $6 billion in the supplemental to try to get border security enhanced. Now, the idea that we haven't looked at this and tried to work on this and trying to work in, in concert with, with Congress is just not true. We are. Lie. This is a complicated issue. Lie. Uh, a series of lies packed into, as like 14 lies in a one-lie bag. That Calvin uh, Kirby, a former a one-star admiral, he should uh, have his uh, rank stripped. Um, and honestly, oh, yeah, we're working. Oh, the, we do have a border. Oh, we're working real hard. It's those darn Republicans. BS, a great big raft of BS from Cobble Kirby there. A disgrace to his former uniform, Cobble Kirby. There's no lack of sense of urgency here on the importance of, of working on the border. But look, executive action can only go so far. Lie. I mean, and certainly he's not afraid to use that. I won't get ahead of any but decisions he, he might John. make. That, that's what I'm saying. You say there's no lack of urgency. He's been president for three years. This is not just the same old immigration issue we've had going on for a decade, as he said the other day. These are record numbers. Well, that's why I'm glad I'm here with you, so I can try to explain some of that. I mean, he has Lie. taken some executive actions, but there's a limit Lie. to what executive action can do. Lie. Lion Sacagawea Award of the Day goes to former disgraced Admiral Cobble Kirby. No, uh, and again, Martha McCallum should be saying, well, remain in Mexico, Title 42. Build the wall. You talk about processing people into the country, not securing the border. We don't have a border. He should resign and come out and tell the truth. And he might earn the respect of the American people. Right now, he has earned the disdain of the American people. A disgrace to his retired uniform hanging in a closet somewhere. Cobble Kirby. Yes, sir. I've got uh, an American from Texas responding to those lies coming up. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. All right, now let me get to... uh, You know, we don't do guests, but he's kind of like our next guest. Jonathan Houlihan, Citizens Defending Freedom in Texas. He's on our side. And uh, he this morning was on the Fox News channel um, dark and early while my best girl and I was watching and not many other people. Jonathan Houlihan with uh, Citizens Defending Freedom. Uh, as Cobble Kirby lied to us about all the actions that Joe Biden has taken. And, oh, we do have a border. And, oh, it's secure. And it's those darn Republicans. I agree that uh, Joe Biden has taken executive action. I mean, the first thing he did was reverse uh, a lot of the executive orders that President Trump had enacted to secure the border. So he's taken a lot of those to repel up to uh, to to strike those out of uh, the executive branch. But, yeah, this is about Congress has failed to, to really do a lot of their job to secure the border. This is about uh, the executive branch, the Department of Homeland Security, through the regulatory action, they failed. And the, the citizens of Texas uh, are suffering. The citizens of the United States are now suffering. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's taken exec- he's done executive orders and uh, defied the Supreme Court on student loan debt relief, which is buying votes the, the third world way. Uh, Jonathan Houlihan, Citizens Defending Freedom. Every county in Texas is now a border county, and, and I would submit to you that every county in the United States is a border county uh, with, with all yeah. of the, the drugs and criminal activity uh, really at the behest of uh, transnational criminal organizations. When you're transnational criminal organizations, do you think that they uh, dress like women? That's a, I don't think they do. I don't think that's a different kind of thing altogether. So we've got that uh, extraordinary, extraordinary stuff. And I've got more for you on... On this topic, and Joe Biden, too, and Kamala Harris had a love affair on camera with Katie Couric. Remember Katie Couric? They were dancing together by there. They were literally clutching their hands together and hugging and laughing and smiling, having such a great time. Katie Couric's not exactly, you know, holding the powerful accountable, but she's holding the powerful in a loving embrace clutching their hands together, fingers interwoven as though they were at the prom together. That's coming up. All right, before I get back to the insanity that is the world today from the Middle East to uh, the Middle West, let's go to a phone call. And uh, why do you hear this, uh, just the craziness, the Katie Couric fluffing the vice president of the United States, not exactly holding anyone accountable because they want invitations. It's all about the invitations. It's, it's a circle fest and a hot tub, all their hands underneath the water and everything. You know, you've seen it. Uh, let's, take a, let's take a call. Let's go to James calling from Macon, Georgia, James, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Chris, good morning. Hey, James. Uh oh, your phone just skipped out. As soon as you started talking, he's gone. and he's gone. <laughs> James, 
James, we just came to you, and uh, suddenly it's gone. Call back in, James. I assume that you probably grabbed the phone, <laughs> pushed it against the face, and disconnected or something like that. Uh, but with that, let's get back to, sorry about that, James. I don't think it was on our end, but you never know. Because, you know, it's a crazy world. Uh, let's get back to the, to the border and, the, and uh, the madness in Chicago. Perhaps you've heard of it. It's a, a big city in the Midwest. I grew up there. And uh, there is a Chicago Democrat by the name of Andre Smith. Andre Smith is a little irked, and he's uh, running for the state house in Illinois to be a state representative there. And he says when he gets there, he's going to start a recall effort for the mayor of Chicago. Let's go Brandon Johnson, right? Who's terrible, anti-police, uh, just awful. Used to be a school principal. You'd never know it. Uh, really horrible, terrible mayor of Chicago. But Andre Smith, Chicago Democrat, talking about how they're kicking kids out of schools. They've done this in New York, too, to fill the schools with illegal aliens because it's cold out. And after all the Republican governors in the United States bus the National Guard down to Texas, the buses should be filled up again with illegal aliens, and they should all be brought to Chicago and New York. And if you can get them to Martha's Vineyard, we should put one million illegal aliens on Martha's Vineyard and see if Hank Johnson was right, Congressman Democrat from Georgia, Hank Johnson was right, and whether the island would flip over. Here's Andre Smith. A lot of schools closed because of lack of funding. And how do you think those children feel now that they're driving past or walking past the schools that they was rejected from, now migrants are living in? Illegal aliens filling the schools, the kids kicked out of the schools because of Joe Biden's open-door policies. Mayor Brandon Johnson was recently institutionalized for his depression, for his mental trauma, because he's not up to the job of being president. Andre Smith is running for the state legislature in Illinois. We're a nation of laws. And uh, if we're a nation of laws, every person that enter into our state or into uh, our nation, our, our county, our country, our city, they have to follow the law. You can't break the law, come in because someone decided to wake up and call a state, a county, or a city sanctuary. Sanctuary city, sanctuary state. Sanctuary city said, well, sure, but the left is doing that all over the place. Andre, it's, it's your political party, Andre Smith. I bring Brandon Johnson for continuing to silence the people, the rest of voters, and not allowing us to vote whether we want a sanctuary city or not, and telling people that there's more than enough when there's clearly not enough. This is a disaster. And that's why he's facing panic attacks as we speak. You know, he's, he's going in and out of the hospital because he bit more often he can chew. So mm. when I become the next state rep, I'm going to make sure that we recall the mayor. Uh, Brandon Johnson, as Andre Smith just referenced, has checked himself into hospitals for his severe anxiety attacks. This is out of control. Um, and they are not up to the task. The Democrats are not up to the task. Chicago mayor has been hospitalized for panic attacks. I shared this story with you when it broke uh, January 17th. The Chicago City Wire and the mayor of Chicago, a Democrat, a former school principal who knows nothing about schools or education, is so stressed out 
that he has been admitted to the hospital for panic attacks. You know, these are not the uh, people that uh, stormed the beaches at Normandy, I've, uh, I've got to say, and they shouldn't be running our big cities. Um, Andre Smith came up with a, a great line that should be a bumper sticker in Chicago talking about crime, and they lie to us, oh, no, crime is down because they peaked out crime in 2022 to the point where in 2023 they had a slightly smaller number of murders, and they say, hey, look, isn't this great? Crime is down. They're total gangsters. Andre Smith with a great line. Crime is at all-time high. You know, you can't make illegal legal. You know, no matter what you look, no matter how you do it, you can't make illegal legal. They came over here illegal. You know, and as I stated before, we're a nation of laws. You must follow the laws. You mm. can't put the burdens on the taxpayers by, um, we don't have the funds. We don't have the money. Yeah. And Brandon made this a national disaster. The mayor there made this, uh, uh, and Biden, uh, but, uh, you know, honestly, this is a national disaster. And now the Democrats want to federalize the National Guard in Texas to prevent Texas from securing our border. They've taken Texas to court to stop Texas from securing our border, take control over our border. The Biden people took Arizona to court to keep them from securing our border. This is a wave of humanity. It's good only for the cartels in Mexico who are among the biggest. You know, there are certain cartels that have been accused of killing 100,000 people. Just one cartel, not, not plural. Single cartel murder 100,000 people. And that's just south of our border, and the Democrats are waving it in. Kamala Harris is amazingly the vice president of the United States. And she sat down, boy, did she sit down with Katie Couric. Um, It reminded me of uh, another moment with the news media and the the Democrats um, when uh, my my friend Tim sent the video along this morning of um, Diane Sawyer interviewing Barack Obama. And they actually showed in the interview Barack Obama coming into the room at the White House to greet Diane Sawyer and walked right in, made a beeline for each other, and kissed each other on the lips. It was a peck. They weren't making out or anything. It wasn't a high school at a drive-in movie. But uh, came right in, oh, right on the lips, then grabbing hands and tugging hands. Uh, because when you're a Democrat, that's the treatment you get from our corrupt, filthy, rotten uh, news media. I know wherever I speak. And Kamala Harris did an interview, a sit-down yesterday with Katie Couric, formerly of this and that. And Katie Couric, uh, you know, millionaire, billionaire, uh, pseudo-journalist, they were hugging and had their hands clutched together, their fingers interwoven, big smiles, arms around each other like they were dating. Kamala Harris and Katie Couric talking about she brought up the border, you know, Kamala Harris is the border czar for the United States. She was named border czar. So she visited somewhere near the border once for about 45 minutes and then got back on a big old jet airliner and, and came home. Uh, Kamala Harris and Katie Couric lying to everyone, even themselves. Some people seem fixated on Joe Biden's age. But I wanted to ask you... Like Jill Biden. It's because they have nothing to run on. Katie... Well, what immigration they, now they're running on to. Which they could actually participate in fixing. Right. Right. And so, no, but really. Yeah. Like, but, you know, but, so yeah, you're right. They're running on immigration because they like having the problem so they can. 
they can have an issue. We hope and, and lie and, and are really trying to compel, um, in particular, some of the Republicans in Congress to participate in the solution. Lie. But sadly, uh, you know, we want to fix it. They want to run on it. Lie. They want to they want a political issue to run on. Lie. In November. Um, this reminds me of Victoria Newland. Uh, who was an Obama administration official in the State Department, who said, whatever it is, it's the Russian playbook. The Russian playbook holds that whatever you're doing as a commie Russian Soviet, it's the Soviet playbook, you accuse America or anybody else of doing exactly what you're doing at that moment. It is classic Russian uh, technique to blame on the other guy what they're planning to do themselves. Yeah. Uh, And she said, no, we want to secure the border and the Republicans don't. They're obstructing us. No, you're obstructing them. Uh, President Trump, Title 42, remain in Mexico, uh, build the wall. You uh, are uh, being called upon by Democrats to federalize the National Guard in Texas in order to open the flow across our borders and sending the message to the world. Tens of thousands of Chinese that does not border the United States to the south. Uh, from Africa, from Central Asia. We had uh, a, a guy who's apparent, an apparent terrorist, perhaps from Azerbaijan, still waiting for a positive ID on who this person is, that came across our border and threatened America the other day. If you are smart enough, you will know who I am. But you are really not smart enough to know who I am. But soon you're going to know who I am. But soon you're going to know who I am. And this is the open border. And Kamala and Katie are hugging and kissing and rolling around in the sand and frolicking and enjoying chicken fingers together. Um, pretty amazing stuff. Kamala and, uh, and then it was such a love affair that Katie Couric then turned to, hey, and Wikipedia, Wikipedia, which is, you know, made up as people go along. Uh, in Wikipedia, it says you're only five foot two. And they have a nice, friendly, uh, frolicky back and forth about their relative height. Katie Couric is, is uh, not tall herself. Why did I think you were much taller? I re- recently learned you're only 5'2". Is that, that true? That is absolutely incorrect. Okay. <laughs> I am 5'4 and a quarter. Okay, and Sometimes I'm 5'3". 5'4 and a half and with heels, which I always wear, I'm 5'7 and a half. Thank you very much. Okay, Wikipedia, you're wrong, and we I'm need totally to correct wrong. that. I've said this to my team. Like, what? I don't know where it came from. I've... I was 5'2 when I was 12. They say I'm 5'1 on my Wikipedia page. How tall are you? 5'3 and 3 quarters. Right? <laughs> and shrinking. It's like literally, you, they just want to just make us smaller in every way. Than I know, but I, but I was excited because I'm short. And I was like, oh, Kamala is no, short No, I like am me. not. I really <laughs> am not. I'm just trying to take okay. two and a half inches off my, you know. We stand corrected. Thing. This is, this is the news media and the Democrat Party. It is the merger of state and corporate power, just as Benito Mussolini described it. Extraordinary. Um, all right, now I'm um, uh, starting to run out the clock, but James called back from Macon, Georgia. So let's go to James calling from Macon, Georgia. James, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Well, good morning. Good morning. I am calling to pick a bone with you, Chris. Okay. I love your show. I listen to you all the time. I get mad if I don't get to. <laughs> and uh, the uh, the problem I have is that when you talk about uh, white men in, uh, inventing all these things, <laughs> that's great, and I know that is the way it is, but there are also blacks that have you know invented quite a few different things, right? 
Sure. So, but here's here's my thing. Let me tell you a little bit about me, real quick. I'm biracial. All mm-hmm. right. I am a uh, mixed black and white. Mm-hmm. My mother's white. My dad's black. Mm-hmm. I'm a pastor of a non-denominational church here in Macon. Okay. Because of that, uh, it's a small church. <laughs> No, uh, no mega minions type of thing. Uh-huh. And I go out and I do weddings, perform weddings all over uh, the South about, you know, to help support my, myself and family. Uh-huh. So I meet with a lot of people. And when you say, because I listen to you all the time, yeah. I understand your, your humor but, and a wit, but some people that would hear you, just like when I first heard Rush Limbaugh, I was like, who is this? pompous butthole uh and god rest his soul he's not that of course because it sounded like at first that he was you know racist as well uh-huh. and uh, i was like wait a minute and as i listened then i learned i was like well, that was back in 1989 man uh-huh. so you know i mean i swapped parties and everything a long time ago uh-huh. but when when we're trying to and i i constantly try to get people to you know open up and to even think about who trump is and uh, to even consider the uh, Republican Party and to be, you know, because they're conservative at their heart, uh, especially a lot of the Christians. But a lot of things that are preached from the pulpit, not from mine. <laughs> now, now let me, I, I know you're busy doing other stuff, but I got to warn you, I'm running out the clock. I got about a minute left. Yeah. I want to warn okay. you. So anyway, I just ask you to try to find another way to present what you say, because we don't want to run away people that can be part of this great movement. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. And you know, I'm making fun of most of it. You know, when I say I had a meeting of the patriarchy, I didn't really have a meeting of the patriarchy. There is no zoom calls. (laughs) And we're talking about taking away electricity. Uh, I'm joking, Mm -hmm. of course, but it, it springs from, you know, the university of Wisconsin, uh, having a, Mm -hmm. uh, reorientation, seminar for new students at the University of Wisconsin uh, singing, saying, well, you know, there are no, there are no uh, good white people or whatever it is. And you know that the left, the Democrats, are an incredibly racist organization. They love ra- racial division, right? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, the first fight I ever started was somebody called me prejudiced. I hit him in the mouth. So I love my mama. They didn't realize I was mixed. Ah, is that right? <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Uh, but anyway, I appreciate you, man. And uh, I love listening to you every day. And the only, like I said, the difference is I know what you're saying. New people to come on. They'd be like, Oh, what the heck? And you know, people yeah. are way out in the left field anyway already. Yeah. So, I got you. you. Doing what you well, thank you, James. God bless you. Uh, I'm glad you called back in. Uh, thank you, uh, pastor. And, um, uh, you keep it up too. You're obviously a force for good in the world as well dare I say. But when the University of Wisconsin tells students there are no exceptional white people, I am tempted, James, to, to take away their, their medical care and their electricity. You know, I'm kind of old-fashioned that way. Thank you, James. Honestly, glad you called in. And it's kind of ironic, I think, that the University of Wisconsin is teaching students that there are no exceptional white people, given that, you know, Wisconsin isn't exactly a a rolling episode of Soul Train. The law students at the law school at the University of Wisconsin, 
Don't hire the graduates of the University of Wisconsin Law School. Honestly. And it is great that a major donor from at Cornell graduate major donor pulls funding over Texas DEI culture, sends them a letter calling for the president's resignation from the university, which is great. One of Cornell University's most prominent donors has, can you imagine being one of the most prominent donors to a university? That'd be an interesting place to be. Has called on the school's president to resign. Said he would no longer donate to the institution if it continues to implement diversity, equity, and inclusion, DEI, initiatives, because it's fundamentally racist. And we were talking about G. Van Fleet earlier, who survived survived Mao's cultural revolution in communist China, saying that critical race theory is communist indoctrination, and it, of course, is racist and race-based. In an open letter to Chairman Craig Kayser and the Board of Trustees, Cornell Emeritus Trustee and Presidential Counselor John A. Lindseth, Lindseth, urged the university to abandon its what he called misguided commitment to DEI, claiming its embrace of such initiatives has yielded disgrace rather than excellence. I am proud to count myself among several generations of Lindseths who are Cornell alumni and invested donors, but I'm alarmed by the diminished quality of education offered lately by my alma mater because of its disastrous involvement with DEI policies that have infiltrated every part of the university, he wrote. Good. Good for you. I've spent years hearing the stories of Cornell and its leadership participating students, sponsoring funding some of the university's exemplary past work, but no more. No more now because of your racial, racist, DEI, Democrat Party stuff. No more. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.